on 14. Hello, everybody, and welcome to 40 Going On 14, episode 196. I am Mike. I am Patrick. I'm Joel. And I'm Josh, and I spent quite a bit of time these last couple weeks preparing for tonight's episode on desserts, and today I got three teeth removed. Those events are probably unrelated. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, dessert. Who knew a lifetime of eating desserts could lead to this? <laughs> on the seventh day, God sat back and said, I could go for an eclair. <laughs> Which is exactly where we came up with the idea for it, because today is National Eclair Day, which is kind of weird that that's a thing. Oh, I thought it was National Eat Claire Day. I'm well, sorry, Claire. No, I don't think she's, well, she yeah. might, be, might be complaining, but. Eat Claire Danes? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird fetish you got, man. That's. Well, if you're into weird fetishes, I'm going with it. (laughs) May as well check out the shows on the podcast collective, including No Hope for Humanity, The Internet with Scott the Pool Boy, Tales from the Hard Side, and, of course, the Rad Dad Radio Hour. Yes. Have you ever even listened to the Rad Dad Radio Hour? No. (laughs) (laughs) You like it so much, you make sure to promo it every time. It's just fun to say. (laughs) Fantastic. He, he could be talking about how great Hitler is, for all you know, and every single time you're like, Rad Dad Radio Hour. Hitler was on the Rad Dad Radio Hour? <laughs> he was let's on the Left Sports Lounge. Let's not start the rumor that we're on a network with Hitler lovers. <laughs> okay. So if you're looking for our older stuff, it's on iTunes, Blueberry, Stitcher, TalkShoe, Podverse.fm, NoonFM.com, and even more coming up. We are all over the freaking place. Yeah, and also, right now, uh, we are still giving away Mega Keys for Podcatcher, which is the IMDb for podcasts. Um, If you want to find podcasts that are similar to us, or if you want to help people who like shows that are sort of like ours, find us and join our community, go to podcatcher.com and enter the beta key 40GO14. Nope. 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 Podchaser.com. Podchaser.com. Well, all of that that I just said was wrong. (laughs) Podchaser.com and it's Nostalgia 40. No, no, they fixed it, I thought. Oh, they fixed it? They fixed it. It's 40 go for 40. Okay, so the only thing I had right was the mega key. (laughs) It is a mega key. Oh, my God. It's a mega key. It is 40 go 14. However, it is Podchaser. Chaser. The mystery of why we have no sponsors has always eluded me. <laughs> and you I can see the idea in. of their site, but why it's so similar to another podcast thing. So, okay, here's the thing. They have, I've talk, talked to the guys out there and they said 40 going on 14, either all letters or 40 go 14 will both work. So there's actually like 200 keys out there. So well, that's good. If typing out 40 going on 14 doesn't work in letters and type 40 go 14 and see how that works out for you. Well, and this is going to affect us uh, a lot more than, say, giving us a rating or a review on iTunes. Just to give you a uh, a little bit of perspective, uh, Welcome to Night Vale, I think, only has 12 or 20 ratings. And I know we have more than 20 people listening. Yes, so go to podcaster.com. 
Podchaser.com. Oh. <laughs> I wanted to see if he would correct it. It's dot com. <laughs> Go to podpeople.com. I think we, uh, we've we lost the momentum right there. All right. Hey, but Go if to, you're looking for to feedback. Spain.com. What? So, that, that, that was a joke for Josh. Well, I'm sure the listeners appreciated it. <laughs> <laughs> All 30 of them. A fix yeah. it in post. Oh, no, we won't. We're going live. Screw it. We're doing it live. All right. 40 going up 14, 708 now wrap, 708-669-9727 if you want to give us listener feedback, and we have some. Yeah, we haven't heard from this guy in a while. No. I hope he doesn't suck. All right. And here we go. What up, guys? Um, This is listener. It's been quite a few months since I've called in. Um, Testing out my new headset while I'm doing this. Just listen to uh, episode 177, Wings World with Pick a Destiny. I'm catching up, and I should have called this in for last week's because I commented on Joel's Facebook post, but I don't believe that uh, the new Peach Dragon, whatever Peach Dragon is and the new one, still haven't seen it. It looks like goddamn Cringer with fucking wings. It's not a dragon. It's a fucking green and yellow tiger with wings. That's it. Hope to uh, catch more and call more. And as always, what's to the front? And Nenemoss sounds depressed. <laughs> he drops a classic butts to the front reference, so I appreciate I, that. I do too, but it was like butts to the front. <laughs> like Eeyore. Right. But, but yeah, we, we definitely did notice that uh, Pete's Dragon and Elliot look, did look like Crindra. I think Joel mm-hmm. mentioned it in, last, in the last show. Oh, because he had said it. Oh, he had said it. So Joel is copying you. Yes. We should have Nenim Loss in your place. Wow. So he was, uh, Joel was commenting on a comment that Nenim Loss made. So Nenim Loss was calling about a comment that Joel made about a comment that he, wow, this is like podception. Commonception, yes. That's amazing. So uh, I definitely want to, okay, I'm going to call out some. I went on podchaser.com and I want to give a thanks one to Patrick for thank you very much for rating our show five stars. Um, <laughs> and two, um, I don't know. He, he's only got an email on here. I'm trying to figure out who this guy might be, but balloon crew at btinternet.com. So uh, he gave us a four star rating. So thank you very much. Four. Four. I know, right. Man. It's probably because I keep mispronouncing his name. Squeak, squeak. Now you sound like the squirrel from uh, Emperor's New Groove. No, that was, that was balloon code. He knows what it means. Oh, shit. Dude, that's racist. He's like a sleeper cell, isn't he? <laughs> I just set him off. <laughs> All right. About that time, Josh? Oh, yes. This week in music, movies, and TV. And sports. <laughs> All right. So this week we were trying before this, we were trying to figure out when to uh, put the date. And we thought, what was the first one we thought? Was it Twinkies or Girl Scout cookies? Girl Scout cookies was my first thought. 
yeah, but that was like 1917. <laughs> and unfortunately, there wasn't too much for that. So we went to thought about the first deep fried Twinkie. And that wasn't, we couldn't find a date for that. So we went to the founding of Ben and Jerry's ice cream, which was May 5th, 1978. Yay, Ben and Jerry's. Hey, everyone, let's ice cream. Nom, nom. Except All right. For the lactose intolerant. Well, they, they love, it. love it. Yeah, they just can't yeah. have it. Everyone loves ice cream. They just don't love it later. I don't know. That's that's. Just, I mean, we'll probably get into that later. But does anybody really not like ice cream? I don't think I've ever known anybody to not like ice cream. That's a question. Yeah, we'll get to it later. Anyway, moving on. The tweet music. Top five songs of the day are "Night Fever" by the Bee Gees, "If I Can't Have You" by Yvonne Elliman, and "Can't Smile Without You" by. The one and only Barry Manilow. And if you're counting along at home, that's only three. For some reason, for some reason, Joel said the top five songs of the day. I, I'm looking at this sideways, and it's hard <laughs> to read because oh, I'm but that trying is, to talk. It's funny. Top five songs of the day. Somebody listening along is like, "You only said three. I'm trying to count. Or try. Damn it. I'm <laughs> Joel, trying to read, and no, I was my say, phone keeps. I'm just saying you're going kind of retro on us today, so, you know. And if I don't touch it, it goes dim. Dim. Yeah. <laughs> it goes dim. All right. All right. A large man in, in white clothes <laughs> in a bowler hat. What? What? Dim from Clockwork Orange. Oh, okay. Uh, the performers. What? Nothing. Go ahead. The performers of one of the best You Think It's Over But It's Not songs, My Sharona, by the Kinks, come into the spotlight on May 6th. It's an odd way to put that together. Yes, it is. Curse those who wrote that. Yeah, Pat. <laughs> nope. Totally me. I'm, I'm still blaming you, Pat. That's right. All right. Screw Pat. Yes, please. It's no night dancing, but what are you <laughs> May 13th sees Barry Gibb become the only songwriter in history to have written four consecutive number one singles on Billboard's Hot 100 chart. That was now we initially we were saying that's almost a week off of what we were the actual date, but that's too cool of a thing to not have up. Yeah, it's very impressive. Not dancing. Okay. (laughs) Oh boy, this is going to be hard to read. So I apologize if I mess it up horribly. Oh man, top five songs. Oh, just kidding. Like, this was just so much fun. I was like, oh, this is going to be great to listen to. Well, let's see what happens here. All right. Nagish, or Lex Icon, born Stite, Station, Stian? Stian, I think. Stian Andre Henderson Arnensen on May 7th is a Norwegian black metal musician who plays guitar, bass, drums, keyboards, and does vocals. Vocals is a roadie. Uh, he first <laughs> began writing for a project called Troll which became a solo project playing guitar and keyboard. Wanting to be in a band and express himself on all levels, he founded the band Covenant in 1993 and released two albums. They had to change the name to The the Covenant with a K due to a Swedish band already called Covenant. Nagish was a bass player for Dimu Borgir. Is that how you say it, Josh? I always mess it up. Yeah, we're uh, all... Uh, yeah, I, I think that was actually right. I just yeah. have myself okay. muted. 
<laughs> from 1996 to 1999. And when he left, he changed the stage name to Lex Icon in order to reflect the artistic direction. The covenant was taken, was taking. Let me change the way that's taking, written. Taking, yeah. It says taken, but I know, but that was a, I, I, I cut and paste most of this. So. Oh, sure. I didn't notice that. In 2004, which, uh, you know, death metal is at its peak, he formed a new heavy metal band called Chrome Division. In this band, he played drums. Lex has reported that he had to leave Chrome Division and is now 100% dedicated working on the next The Covenant album. Oh, thank God. <laughs> We're all anxiously waiting. I hope also, it's like the old, their old stuff because they're new stuff. Oh. He also currently reported to have joined one of his favorite bands, Crowhead. In addition to all of these bands, he has now been involved in Nocturnal Breed as a session drummer under the name of Rick Hellraiser and Carpe Tenebrum from the beginning of 2008. That's just like that country western dude that tried to do pop music. <laughs> you think he's uh, this, and then he turns out to actually be the other thing. Chris Gaines. Yeah. Uh, from the beginning of 2008, he recruited a full lineup for his former solo project, Troll. Their latest album, Neo-Satanic Supremacy, has been released in early 2010 through Napalm Records. And in the latest Lex Icon news, for a short while in 2015 and 16, he was a m- member of the Norwegian black thrash metal band Vesta, with a K. Like pants. Nice. What the hell was that about? <laughs> I don't know, but I have I'm gone getting... from knowing nothing about Nagash or Lex Icon to knowing everything you possibly could know. <laughs> I now have a migraine. <laughs> I keep trying to look up Lex Icon on Google, but it just gives me lexicons. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's almost certainly why he chose that name. Right. Oh, my God. All right. Moving on to movies. May 10th has the lighthearted romp, The End, release. This is a comedy directed and starring Burt Reynolds playing Sonny Larson, a real estate promoter that is diagnosed with a fatal blood disease, and he recruits Dom DeLuise to help him commit suicide. Also starring Sally Field, Strother Martin, and Christy McNichol, this film is a laugh riot for the whole family. It really is funny. It is. And I say that because I remember seeing this like when I was 13, maybe younger, got pizza, and then we watched a comedy about a guy trying to commit suicide. Well, that's what Better Off Dead is. Yeah, that's true. The Last Waltz, a musical documentary about the band that was directed by Martin Scorsese, is the number one movie in the land. It's actually uh, widely regarded as one of the best concert films ever made. That is yep. true. Although yep. I hear that uh, Scorsese's working on a uh, one of those for The Covenant right now. <laughs> yeah, but I was going to say that and Cool as Ice. It will be called the Satanic Tango. <laughs> and it will feature some performances by Troll. <laughs> I just like saying that. All right. Uh, Matthew W. Davis is an American actor who's best known for his role as Warner Huntington III in Legally Blonde. And he also appeared in What About Brian and The Vampire Diaries. He starred on the short-lived CW mystery and horror drama Cult and he had a recurring role on CSI Crime Scene Investigation. He was born on May 8th. What about Brian? I'm sailing. (laughs) I'm sailing. I wasn't even going that direction, but nice. Baby steps, huh? (laughs) All right. So TV. 
Shannon? Shannon? Shannon, I think. Shannon. Shannon K. Garrity. That's a weird way to spell that. S-H-A-E-N-O-N. Weird. I'm not blaming you for it. Yeah, she's a web comics writer and artist, but best known as the creator of Narbonic. She has contributed to many comics, cartoons, and manga publications, including An America, Nickelodeon Magazine, Otaku USA, and websites Anime News Network and the Comics Journal. And if I didn't say that before, she was born on May fourth. There hmm. you go. Uh, also, you guys didn't talk about her and the women in comics thing. No, we didn't uh, hit a whole lot of uh, web comic. We stuck mostly to DC and Marvel. Uh, okay. But uh, Keenan Thompson? Yes. Keenan Thompson, star of Keenan and Kel, Good Burger, Fat Albert, and the acronym of the week, which is TMD. Of course, that's Tonsils Meet Dick. (laughs) 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 It's so simple. It kind of puts Gerdburger in a Gerdburger. Gerdburger. Irma Gerdburger. Holy shit! Uh, anyway, no, that is that is the Mighty Ducks. I like Josh's yeah, cl- better. Pretty close. <laughs> uh, he is now known most for being a member of the Saturday Night Live cast. He's born on May tenth. Hello, tonsils. Uh, yeah, I, that's a lot of people right now think that he is responsible for like eighty to ninety percent of the success of current Saturday Night Live. I would agree with that. Well, he's funny, so that's a plus for him right there. Right. He's got he's got one of the best uh, blank face stares I've seen in a while. Like the just that look he gives with that like sly grin when he just when he just looks at you know the 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 when he faces the camera, it's like, you know, you know that you know what I'm talking about that whole John Krasinski yeah. in the office look. Mm-hmm. He is funnier without saying anything than a lot of the other performers are with like a whole lot of lines. Plus he supports other people and makes the people in sketches with him funnier. Yes. Yeah. He was just in uh, the last episode of Kimmy Schmidt. I watched in season three. Oh, nice. I haven't finished that season yet. Neither have I. Cool. Episode 11. I like Keenan Thompson. And then Christina Hendricks was born May 3rd, straight speaking, out of our dreams. Speaking of things I like. Yay. Christina Hendricks is fucking gorgeous. Yeah, I'll stick to eating Claire Danes. <laughs> hmm. All right. Hey, That's Joel. What? Uh, two clowns are eating a cannibal. One turns to the other and says, hey, I think we fucked up this joke. <laughs> oh my god, carnivores. <laughs> Moving on to sports. Earl Campbell is the first overall pick of the 1978 NFL draft on May 2nd, chosen by the Houston Oilers. Are you guys familiar with Earl Campbell? No. Only from uh, conversations with you. Yeah. Is he the guy who did the soup? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> no, you dick. He was one of the greatest running backs that you never ever hear of. Uh, he was, he was a tank. He would like run people over. It, it was no legendary for it. it would take like two to three people to tackle him every play. Wow! And now it's very sad because he can. He barely. He, he walks like Brundlefly now. Oh, that's sad. Help me! 
Yep, he broke his body playing football, basically. Wow. But it was fun to watch while he played. (laughs) I'm glad I was fat as a kid, because I can walk upright. (laughs) Those two things are not necessarily connected, just FYI. Bob Simpson, one of Australia's most famous cricketers and a prolific scorer during his career, retired for a second time on May 3rd after breaking many age-specific records. He played for New South Wales, Western Australia, and Australia, captaining the national team from 1963 to 1964 until 1967-68, and again in 1977-78. Simpson played as a right-handed batsman and a semi-regular leg-spin bowler. Leg-spin? Yes. Have we have we wait have we talked about is that a new word? No, it's it, we've seen it. We still don't know what it means, but we've seen a leg spin bowler before. Is that like they do like a pirouette before they throw it? I'm thinking it's something to do with like the throwing motion. Yeah, how they move their legs or whatever. Yeah, I'm thinking do, that's what it's got to be. Speaking of cricket, and I've never said that before in my life. Um, did you guys see the video of the two? There was like there was like a rain delay in a cricket match. No. Uh, it was it was posted on Reddit. There was a rain delay in a cricket match, and they got bored. And there's two guys on each other's shoulders. They put and they've got cricket bats, and they're holding them handle out. And they start like play jousting. But there's like a red. I forget. It was like a red team and a blue team. I forget what whatever the colors, red and green or whatever. But it was like the red guy. They were goofing around. The red guy was going in. They were jousting on this, and then suddenly the blue guy leaned into it like he like he was like suddenly became totally in on jousting and the red guy took the handle square to the chest Ooh. and knocked him clean off the back of the other guy. And it, it, it was, I mean, cause it was kind of funny because the, the red guy at the last second was like, Holy shit, he's serious type of thing. It wasn't just like, we're going to whack each other with the, with the stick as we go by. He was really took it square to the chest, which is kind of <laughs> damn. I know. Right? <laughs> One of the guys at, at, uh, at my work, recently broke his sternum playing soccer because like two guys just ran smack into each other chest to chest broke his mouth sternum oh sternum the hell did i get mouth from i don't know anyway joel ask uh next time you see next time you talk to him ask uh killer wilba if he knows who bob simpson is okay well i will One be talking minute. to him saturday his nickname uh was simo I'm sure it was because they do everything shorter in <laughs> Australia. <laughs> All right, moving on. Cincinnati Reds legend Pete Rose becomes the 14th MLB player to ever get 3,000 base hits on May 5th. I mean, he didn't get all 3,000 on May 5th. I was like, that Good. would be a lot. <laughs> That's a record to look back on. <laughs> Man, was he tired on May 6th. <laughs> And then lastly, Sean Marion, former NBA All-Star, was born on May 7th. That is this weekend. Joel, close us out. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, I'm trying to unmute. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, keyboard Joel. Ding, 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 ding. All right. um, So we were talking about what we were going to do. We're going to talk about another food show, Dessert. Because who doesn't love dessert? Like Pat said earlier, if you find somebody who doesn't like ice cream, you should not trust that person. They're obviously Russian. Sure. I'm pretty know. sure I'm pretty sure they have ice cream in Russia. <laughs> it's cold. Why would... Um, so anyway... Everything so I, is ice cream in Russia. 
So I think you meant that they were trying to get finished quickly. Was that a Finland joke? No, oh. he, he was saying Russian. Uh, oh. I followed him there. Yeah. Okay. McGarrett, ice cream. <laughs> so, looking at the uh, the word dessert comes from a French word meaning to remove what has been served or to deserve. So desever. So the word was used in France as early as 1539 to refer to what you ate after the main meal had been cleared away from the table. So that's, you know. That's... So Claire Danes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Let's run with that. All right. But then I was also going to say oh, there's a connection between the word dessert and dessert as using the phrase to get one's just desserts. Uh, it's not the word dessert, D-E-S-S-E-R-T. And wonder why somebody's getting it. You know, hey, if you're getting your desserts, that's pretty cool. Hey, I have ice cream and Claire Danes. Uh, it should be used in a negative way as an expression is. The word desert, D-E-S-E-R-T, also refers to from the Latin word sevier, which became disiever in French. I'm not sure if I'm saying it wrong. So it's actually he's getting his getting his re, his serving removed. That's what or, that means. Or he's being left alone because he deserves it. He's pretty being much. deserted. Yes. Oh, interesting. So, I'm not sure if I explained that right, but either way, I'm not sure either. But I, I definitely can't tell, say you did it wrong. So, <laughs> I don't know French any more than you do. You fucker! I just put vodka up my nose. <laughs> <laughs> That's not dessert. That's an aperitif. <laughs> Oh, it burns. <laughs> You're doing your vodka shots wrong, Michael. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> I'm sure that was Joel. <laughs> oh, the poor guy can't catch a break. He sets the phone down, then not move it. And then it rah, rah. No, I got a text message. I know. And I didn't have it muted because I was waiting to say something if I had the opportunity. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Do you remember the dessert show, the one that we were haunted by Popeye on? <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, I thought that was background Phil. Oh, my oh, God. Man. No, no, no. This is background Phil. <laughs> so, did you have dessert every meal when you were growing up, or was it like a special thing? Oh, that's a good, yeah. Um, it was a special thing. Well, I didn't have it with breakfast. Well, I suppose you could. It depends on how quickly you ate. I don't know. It depends on when you ate breakfast. I, I mean, probably, honestly, most lunches in every dinner had some sort of dessert-like item, assuming if you're going to stretch, because I didn't always get like a hostess thing with packed lunches. It might just have extended to something like a fruit roll-up or fruit snacks, but there was something sweet with just about every lunch and dinner. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we had a lot of sweet items. But we, my mom. It's not like my mom made a cake every time she made dinner. I mean, yeah, she, the, she would. She would make like a cake maybe once a week or something. And if you wanted some cake after dinner, you could have some. But so it you wasn't could have like your cake would, and eat it too. Boop, boop. <laughs> nope, I turned that off. Um. Yeah, we didn't really have dessert. I mean, we never really was like, oh, okay, we only finished this meal. Let's clear it off and have dessert. 
uh, growing up, we we didn't really eat too much at a table. You know, it was kind of like get your food, go sit in front of the TV and watch a movie type of thing. And then it was whatever you what got, you know, whatever you got. So it's like, you know, dad may want some ice cream. He'll go get an ice cream. I'll go get a Twinkie or whatever. But there wasn't any sort of like, oh, look, mom made a pecan pie and we're going to have that for dessert. So it wasn't, I mean, it was kind of a special thing when we did go out where we would get something that was specifically for dessert. It would, we, I mean, it would, a lot of times it was pie. Uh, we were big fans of, um, uh, before Baker square, what was it? It was poppin' fresh pies. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. I vaguely remember that. That was before my time in Chicago. Yeah, poppin' fresh pies. We still have, and that was when you'd get the pie, and then you could get credit when you came back because you'd bring the tins back. Oh, geez, I hadn't thought about that in years. I know, right? That's that was crazy, and it's uh, we uh, we would go to Poppin' Fresh all the time and get pies, and uh, we still have some of the tins we never took back. You're never gonna get your money back. I know, Aww. right? There's a whole nickel. We we nickel. never. We never had dessert with every meal either. It was always, if there was dessert after a meal, it was usually on a holiday, like Christmas or something. Right. Um, But occasionally, like if you're at a restaurant, like a cafeteria style or something like that, then that would be a part of it. But at regular meals, no. Yeah, we would have, go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, I think most of us are, are, are like what you were describing, Mike, where, there was always dessert available, and everybody would get their own if they wanted some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, even my family, where dessert was pretty much a constant, uh, it wasn't necessarily like mom made something or we're all going to sit down to have the same thing. Uh, moving on kind of to our next discussion question, our go-to is whether it was in ice cream bar form or a Spooning out from a gallon or whatever, ice cream was pretty much always around. Mm-hmm. And that was our go-to. Like, every once in a while, my mom might make Rice Krispie treats, uh, or very rarely we'd pick up a pie, or there'd be cake or something. But uh, there was almost always ice cream. My father was a big ice cream fan, so we always had ice cream in the freezer. Yeah, we had ice cream and, like I said, pies. You, I was, I was a big fan of cherry pie, still am, but... Uh... Yeah, we buddy. Some, we would sometimes, you know, we go smile on your face ten miles wide. Yes, it does actually. Only the first time I eat it, though, because after anyway, my dad always got custard. Ew, custard. Oh, pie. that the custard pies have grown on me as an adult. That's yeah, a, not something I liked as a kid, but especially like a a, a nice chess pie. Oh, those are good. I was going to say, I thought only Pat would know what chess pie was because it's very uncommon in the Midwest. It's kind of a Southern thing. Yeah, yeah. you better go on. What's a chess pie? It is a, it's like a vanilla egg custard pie with a little bit of vinegar in it. Ew. That, okay. You no, know, it, it's, it, it, it's so good. Trust yeah. Me. It's, it's like a, a buttermilk custard it's, huh. it's 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 almost like um like a tapioca pie, yeah, almost. Or uh, like if you've had a really high quality custard pecan pie, only without the pecans on the top, it'd be sort of similar to chess pie. Yeah, it's it's. I'm looking at it, it's made with cornmeal. Yep. Huh. Wait a second. I have all this stuff upstairs. I'll be right back. 
it's also I'll be a singing one night in Bangkok can you something. It's uh, <laughs> frequently a pie that's very difficult to get to set up correctly. Like a, it's one that you'll probably have to screw up two or three of them before you get one that sets perfectly. It's the souffle of pies. Yeah. Which is Suffle. funny because souffle is already a pie. Cheese souffle. Um, you do pie weird. <laughs> so, did, Joel, did you have a go-to dessert for after dinner for your family? Uh, I mean, like like you guys all said, ice cream was always around the house. Uh, no matter what, there was always ice cream. And uh, my mom used to, rather than have like a bowl of ice cream, she'd you know put it in a, a wider glass and stir it up with some milk and make milkshakes. Um, but on holidays, it was all about the pies because my grandmother always baked a uh, cherry pie for me primarily because that was my choice. And then um, a pecan pie for the weirdos that like that. And um, like a French silk pie, which I never oh. cared for either. What? Yeah, French I like silk? the fruit pies. French I was going to say, I love all of those pies you mentioned. <laughs> pecan pie is probably my favorite pie. Ugh. Oh, she made pumpkin on Thanksgiving. Pumpkin is a, is a good pie. It's a great pie. Sweet potato pie, baby. Sweet potato pie, yeah. Oh. I had a sweet potato cheesecake pie the other day. Nice. What? Yeah. I'm all about the key lime, but uh, that is a pie that when it is good, it's one of the best you can get, but it's not always good. Yeah. It's, it's either good or. Meh. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of middle ground in the key lime business. <laughs> I right. will tell you this. When we're down in Florida, there is key lime pie. Like you would not believe. They got oh, yeah, the- I guess that makes sense since the key limes come from the Florida Keys. Yeah, that's good stuff. <clears throat> um, now, here's something. What about lunch? You go to lunch, you bring your lunch. What do you got for dessert? Oatmeal cream pies and star crunches. Those are my staples. Oh, fucking star crunches. Oh, you know what? I forgot to say, uh, when you were talking about the ice cream, I remember my mom, <laughs> as a, here we go again, not to make it any stranger in your eyes. You know what her <laughs> her big dessert was? She would get chocolate ice cream and then crunch potato chips into it. Huh. Huh? I thought you were going to say guacamole and cottage cheese. Dude, Fuck. that stuff is great. Not for dessert, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like that. It's, it's actually not that bad. It's like that almost like. That you put, sounds very weird, though. It's like that sweet, salty type thing. Right. Well, yeah, and I've had chocolate covered potato chips. Yep. So I'm sure it'd be fine. You know, or pret like pretzel pieces in ice cream. That's good too. Have you guys ever had balsamic vinegar on ice cream? Balsamic what kind of on? monster are you? Like 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 a hundred year old balsamic vinegar when it starts thickening up and really it, it's almost like a like a hot fudge. Huh? Because I've had balsamic vinegar on strawberries, so mm-hmm. I can believe it would be okay on ice cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had that before too. What kind of ice cream though? Like a French vanilla or something? Yeah, just a straight French vanilla. Try it sometime. Delicious. Ew. Your face is ew. Your face is shut up. <laughs> yeah, you got um, them there, man. I know. You're Dumba and Rancid. <laughs> How can you argue with that? Um, so, I never when, had... Oh, oh go sorry. ahead, Joel. No, go I, for it. I was going to say, I never really had desserts and lunches. Um, as an adult, like occasionally I'll pack like a, a Ho-Ho or a Twinkie or something just on a Friday for fun, but yeah, it was it was just like the usual stuff. There's never really. I like packing ho hos for fun. 
<laughs> yeah, buddy. They have peanut butter ones now. Ho-hos? Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, you know what he's like? What was those peanut butter wafer cookies? Oh, those are so good. Are you talking Nutter Butters or are you talking the Chocolate Little Debbie ones? Chocolate Little Debbie ones. But no, Nutter, Nutter Butters. Oh, I thought I was actually talking about that, but Nutter Butters, boy, Nutter Butters with the cream inside? Oh, so good. Uh, oh, love Nutter Butters. That that was one that I wanted to be in my lunch more often than it was because we probably have Chips Ahoy or Oreos, maybe occasionally a Twinkie or a Swiss cake roll. Yeah. Swiss I'm cake big, rolls. I'm not big on Swiss cake rolls. Oh, I love them as an adult. Go through boxes of them like nothing. <laughs> what about uh, like fruit leather? Was that ever your dessert and lunch at, at, at school? Yeah, I think that's what it eventually transitioned to is the fruit roll up to the fruit snacks. Yeah. What were those ones with the juice inside? Gushers. It's a terrible name for something you'd give a child. <laughs> <laughs> I actually fairly recently had those, and uh, they're they're all right. Do they explode in your mouth? They, Still, yeah. I mean, they're pretty much straight sugar. They they taste somehow even less fruit like than normal fruit snacks. I don't know yes. if I've ever actually had gushers. I know no. I'm familiar with them, but I don't know if I've ever actually had them. I was always afraid my head was going to turn into a big grape. For a long time, we had fruit by the foot. I never had fruit by the foot until I was in college. My mom <laughs> never bought it. Okay, there's a question for you. What is what stuff that you wanted but never got? Well, in college, I don't know if you guys remember this, but there were a couple of us who would, uh, every time they refilled the vending machines uh, on campus, would get every single Hostess cherry pie you could find on Concordia's campus. I remember you used to have like a mountain of, of cherry pie wrappers next to your bed. Yeah, I mean, we took one of the dorm garbage cans and filled it with cherry pies. Oh, geez, that's awesome. I remember that. Host the cherry, cherry pie thing, and you can and you can stop bank robberies with them too. Indeed, so like, like hey, cherry pies! Oh, look at the cherry pies; they're delicious. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? And then I was like, oh yeah, Marvel Comics. Yep. Um. Wow. I yeah, we we, we you didn't get the you never seen the the comic like the ads at the end. The robbers are robbing the bank, and Batman comes over and throws cherry pies at them. No, I think it stopped the Hulk once too. Yeah, Hulk was like, hey. Cherry pie, mm, good. Uh-huh. <laughs> nope, not familiar at all. That's funny. Did you ever go anywhere for dessert? Like, hey, yes. we just finished dinner. Let's hop in the car and go to blah, blah, blah and get some dessert. There's a place uh, here in Houston that's uh, famous for its desserts called Breville's. It's like a, they, you know, they have, it's a big old giant old fashioned ice cream parlor. Mm. And, you know, I mean, it's a destination type place. You know, you, you drive there. And they make it, you know, so, I mean, it'd be Ooh. like a birthday thing. You know, I want to go to Breville's for dessert. You, know? you drive there. Mm. Mm. And then you get like a fucking, you know, 13 scoop Sunday. Uh, growing up, we would have the um, Colonial. We would go to Colonial uh, for ice cream. And they had a thing called the kitchen sink. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah. I've heard of that. It was like 12 scoops of ice cream, whipped cream, cherries, nuts, did, did they but, cover that on a Food Network show? Because that sounds really familiar. They may have, but it was it was delicious. And and the best thing about it is that when they would serve it, they serve it literally in a little bitty chocolate, a little bitty um kitchen sink. Yeah, yeah, so, man versus food. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, I was gonna say, I, I, I've seen that somewhere. Yeah, yeah, bullshit. Inverse. I have taken down so many of those, and every time you take them down, you get a bumper sticker that says "I ate a colonial kitchen sink." But if you take a uh, scissors and cut it out, you can make it say "I ate a colon," and then you put that on somebody else's car. <laughs> When I was really little, what we would uh, beg to go to was Orange Julius. And you can find them again, but for years there, about the time I turned six or seven, it was hard to find Orange Julius. So our go-to for the rest of my childhood up till teen years would be Baskin-Robbins 31 Flavors. My father once bought a book. Um, it, was, uh, it, was, it was all about how to make... Uh, different foods from fast food restaurants, like how to do copycat foods. Oh, yeah. And they had the Orange Julius recipe in it. Ooh. And that changed our lives. <laughs> oh, man. Now that you can find them again, uh, I, I go for an Orange Julius. Uh, maybe not super often, but probably two, three times a year. Who are they? Yeah, I, I'd say that's about right. Two or three times a year. Yeah. Yeah. They are now partnered with DQ. Oh, well. Cool. I love a good blizzard. Oh, Buster Bars. Love me a Buster Bar. The one with the chocolate and the caramel and the peanuts on there at the end. I can't go to, I, I cannot anymore go to Dairy Queen without getting a blizzard. I always be like, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to go get a, you know, just a single scoop with chocolate on it. You know, whatever, you know, the, the, the one that they always turn upside down as they hand it to you. Nope. Blizzard. Everything. Oh, I want a banana split. I'm craving a banana split. Let's go to Dairy Queen. Nope. Blizzard. Nope. Blizzard. <laughs> See, they have a uh, Guardians of the Galaxy one now. It's like Does it have I, real raccoon in it. Yes, it's made with <laughs> made with raccoon and Chris Pratt bits. <laughs> you get your own Infinity Stone on everyone. Yeah. Mm, Chris Pratt. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, weird! I would uh, eat a Chris Pratt Blizzard. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Now, he, here's one for you: ethnic desserts. And I put this down because I came from kind of growing up in Chicago. It's kind of an ethnic, very Polish area where I grew up, was there any sort of traditional ethnic food from your background that you had, you guys would have? Huh? I added the other two ethnic desserts and neither of them are from my background. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> well, is there an, what would be an Irish dessert then? No, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm <laughs> Irish just by plurality. I'm, I'm European mutt. Guinness oh, okay. is an Irish dessert. That's a- okay. Well, and there, the Kushiki, that's the first one. That sounds like it's pronounced Kruschiki. It's called pronounced Ushiki. Um, It's fried sweet dough just covered in powdered sugar. And if you when, you when you get it, you go to the baker and you get it, and it would still be warm, and the powdered sugar would melt on top of it. Looks like a Polish churro. Pretty much. Yum. Yeah, we grew up on the uh, Czech Bohemian kolachkis. Nice. Mm. Yeah, a nice little... Well, again, powdered sugar. You've got the pastry with good raspberry or sometimes cheese, sometimes peach, apricot, even prune filling. Honestly, gets a bad rap sometimes, but it's pretty damn good. I agree. You know, down here in Houston, and it's pretty much a Houston-only thing. I haven't found it hardly anywhere else other than, like, greater Houston area. Kalachis are not like the fruit-based desserts. They're pigs in a blanket. It what? Yeah. Well, they're sort of shaped like that. But yeah, it's, um, kolaches are 100% like a breakfast sausage wrapped in... in uh, oh, wait. 
there's meat in them. That's weird. Yeah, it's bre- it's a bre- it's a breakfast sausage wrapped in pastry with whatever. Like if you want cheese or if you want you know jalapenos or you want whatever in it. Yeah, kolaches are not a dessert. That's that's horrible. And, and there's I mean there's entire there's places that that's what they advertise donuts and kolaches. I mean it's it's huge down here. If you go somewhere and pick up donuts, you better have kolaches too, or otherwise people are going to get upset. Huh. Ah. Uh. So yeah. It, it 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 was weird when I moved up to Chicago and and saw what actual real kolaches are. I was like, "What? <laughs> These are delicious and not filled with meat, which, right? is, which for a Polish food is amazing because it doesn't." Well, have I mean, meat. imagine imagine how weirded out I was the first time I ordered a kolache in Chicago. <laughs> you expected? <laughs> what is this shit? It's like ten in the morning. I'm trying to get a kolache, and they're like, "Like, you sure you wouldn't rather just have breakfast? Like, what are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> Well, and we're talking about Polish food in Chicago in particular, it's difficult to t- talk about those things and not talk about punchkis. Oh, punchkis. Mike's family introduced me to those. Oh, they don't screw around with the place out by me, man. Those punchkis are as big as your face. Mm-hmm. Well, and a lot of people don't know the difference between a punchki and a j- just a jelly donut. And really, the biggest difference is you're going to have a heck of a lot more fat, a lot more oil uh, in the punchki. And frequently, you'll have grain alcohol to make sure that the grease absorbs even better into the dough. Yep. <clears throat> All right. And I think we've lost Joel. I've lost Joel. I am attempting to bring him back right now. Speaking of ethnic desserts, churros. Oh, yeah, churros. That's the thing is I I, uh, grew up in an entirely Hispanic neighborhood and didn't have churros until I was an adult. Same here. I grew up in a very mixed neighborhood and didn't have churros until until, uh, after college. I believe the first time I went to a flea market. (laughs) And I'm like, what's this churros thing I see everywhere? (laughs) Tried it, and I was like, oh, my God. Let's do this. Churros are delicious. For those of you that are unfamiliar with what a churro is, it's um, some kind of sweet paste filling, whether it's like a vanilla-based or uh, chocolate-based or caramel-based, whatever, wrapped in a, a long dough. It's typically almost always, uh, how would you describe the shape? Like asterisk? Like a, well, like a, yeah, I mean, they're they're piped out of a pastry bag directly into, like, grease that is... Yeah, in, a, in a hot oil or grease or whatever, yeah. Yeah. And looks, I... It, well, it looks like you want to use one of the things that from Play-Doh to make it. Yeah. yeah. An extruder, yeah, kind of thing, yeah. And then, yeah, and then, you, then they roll it in cinnamon and sugar, and then you eat the shit out of that. So good. That's a churro. Yeah. Churros are great. Any word from Joel? No word from Joel. Uh-oh. We pause. Uh, yeah, so we got found Joel, and now we're talking about family recipes. Is there any sort of like, ooh, this is my family's, you know, secret, you know, uh, avocado flan recipe? Yeah. Well, if it's if it's got cottage cheese in it, I'm sure you'll eat it. <laughs> so how about um, my? Uh... My great aunt Esther used to always make a pineapple upside down cake that was just amazing. I'm amazed at the fact that you actually have an aunt Esther. <laughs> well, I don't anymore. She was but... born fifty years old. I don't know any any girls like the named Esther. 
the name that you inherit when you turn 30. I and there was one of the kids next door her name was Esther. She was 4. I felt bad for her. Um Josh, what about you, man? I'm, wait, 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 yeah, wait. Because uh, I, I love a good pineapple upside down cake. Do you know her recipe? Oh, we've lost Joel again. No, I was trying to hit the mute button. Sorry. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's right next to the hang up, and I don't want to hit a hang up after what happened. Uh, I'm, I'm laying a bet that may be why you disappeared last time. It might have been, <laughs> but it said you were disconnected from the call. I'm like, I didn't do it, I don't think. Anyway. Uh, I do not know. I don't know if anybody has it. I'd have to ask my mom. I wonder what made it so good. Because, I mean, that's that's another Love. one of those things. <laughs> that pineapple upside down cake is another one of those things. Like, there's a whole lot of middle ground. And, like, the really, really good ones are, are worth having. But It it was always really moist. And, and uh, it was always made fresh. And I don't know. Just, like, it was every time she made it, I was like, oh, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> and then I would eat it. <laughs> to answer your question like I, i'm i keep going back and the thing is, is my mom was never that great a cook i wouldn't call her a bad cook but just there's a lot of food that i realized as an adult that it's not that i dislike it because it's something that uh is not to my taste it's because my mom wasn't a great cook mm-hmm. and i i guess she had a banana bread that we'd have now and again oh you know what Beer bread is sweet enough that it could count as a dessert. Oh, beer bread is delicious. Yeah, and that would probably be the big one. Hmm. Nice. My mom had a uh, cherry pie that you guys would absolutely probably love that she made. Very cool. We had, my mom didn't make dessert too much. Uh, the big dessert person in our family was my grandmother on my dad's side. German came over. I'm pretty sure she came over on a, on the boat. But during holidays, she would make anything and everything. She could make the lemon meringue pie. So it would, like, you know, we'd get the little sugar crystals on the top, the little caramelized sugar that would pop up. Nice. Uh, carrot cake in the shape of a lamb, you know, just all. I mean, she would start cooking seven days before the event and have literally like 45 different things. But out of all those, it, it sounds stupid. But one of my favorite things that she made was, have you ever had those chocolate cookies? That's like you mix melted chocolate and uh, the butterscotch chips with um, the fried Asian noodles. Uh, no. Yeah. I know. I've about. heard of them. But I've never had them. It's like a yeah. no, no bake cookie. Yeah. It's kind of like no book. We used to call them spider cookies. Cause they, you know, the little noodles would come out, the little crunchy noodles would come out all over. I, I was known for apparently when I was a kid, just grabbing the whole plate and just walking off. <laughs> These are mine. I'm going to go over here and eat them all to the point where after my grandmother passed away, my aunt put together a recipe book of all of her recipes. And I got grandma's recipe card, the original one where she wrote the recipe down inside that book. Everyone got like whatever their favorite thing was. And that's when I got and I made it, and I discovered there must be something missing because it doesn't taste the way it did when I. <laughs> Once again, Graham, Grandma left something out. <laughs> you might say the secret, the secret ingredient is salt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she would make just, I mean, tons of pastries and that sort of thing. It was great. What, 
Joel, you had you know, Joel, you had the pineapple upside upside down cake that you're not giving us the recipe for. So thanks for that. If I had it, I'd give it to you. What, what I will take you down, Kenyon. What, 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 what would be in the past your favorite dessert of all times? And I just gave you mine was those stupid little spider cookies. But Pat, you can only have one dessert. What is it? Like one one of all time. That's all I could ever eat forever. Yes, from from the then. Oh, from the then. Oh, back when I was a kid. Um, hmm. Give me a second. Come back to me. Okay, Patrick. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> man, time flies. Okay, no, Josh. What about you, man? Uh, for me, that's actually pretty easy because I like anything that has crumble. So it would have to be a uh, cobbler with a crumble topping. Probably go with a uh, cherry. Mm. And when I say crumble, I mean that kind of streusel where you've got like cake mix, brown sugar, and butter. Oh yeah, and uh, then uh, top it top it with vanilla ice cream. Oh, and it's warm, so it kind of melts the ice cream. Too. Right. Oh. and you can do that with either apple, and they'd call it a brown Betty, or uh, more of a cherry or a peach, and you'd call it a cobbler. Nice. Oh, brown Betty, ramble, ramble, ramble. Oh. <laughs> Black, blackberry cobbler is delicious. Oh, blackberry it. cobbler. That's that's my favorite discontinued flavor of Ben and Jerry's ice cream was blackberry cobbler. Um, I'd have to say it's a toss-up between my mom on my birthday would always make a marble cake with a, a glaze on top. But uh, my grandmother's cherry pie that she used to make on holidays was like, I mean, literally, she would make one just for me because nobody else really would eat it. And so I'd just eat the whole thing why wouldn't anybody else eat it because they knew it was mine kind of like you with the spider cookies like i'd take the the pie tin and just kind of eat out of the. i yeah. thought they had like drugged it and be like oh that's joel let's let him eat it <laughs> tasted like benadryl <laughs> when i was a kid i would have to say my favorite dessert was probably oreo cookies believe it or not what yeah that's not fun it is when you're eating a sleeve of them a sleeve yeah is that what you call them? Yeah, that's what I'd call them too. Yeah, yeah. a sleeve of those, sleeve of fig newtons, sleeve of uh, Ritz crackers. Ah, okay. Never call. I, I don't know. I've never, for some reason or another, never heard that. Okay, yeah. weird. All right. What about worst dessert you've ever had? Can you recall anything? Worst dessert? Pecan pie. Shut oh. up! You're so wrong. You with the <laughs> eagles and pecan pie. Although my choices are going to be uh, unpopular too, because I can't do most of the traditional Italian desserts. I uh, very rarely find a cannoli I like, and uh, tiramisu uh, usually doesn't do it for me either. I'm not a big oh, tiramisu I'm... fan, but I love cannoli. Oh, I love cannolis too. I had spumoni ice cream recently. Ugh. I'm with you, Joel. It's like, aside from, there are a few berry-based Italian desserts that I like, and maybe a few lemon-based ones I like, but in general, Italian dessert is not my jam. Huh. What about Greek? What's that What's that stuff with the honey and the nuts? Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 baklava. Oh, yeah. That's good. I oh, like yeah. I, I, I had uh, best baklava of my life on our Canada trip. It was actually a Lebanese baklava that was mm. cut into bite-sized pieces. Very oh. uh, crunchy and j- just very good. So I, I definitely I'm, prefer baklava to be cut into small pieces like that. Because if you have to bite into it, it crumbles everywhere, makes a huge mess, and it gets all over your hands, all over your clothes. 
just a little bite size that you pop in your mouth, then that really does make the baklava better. Yeah, I agree with you that. Because otherwise, you eat you eat a big baklava, and next thing you know, you're like stuck to the table. Got to take a shower after after you're done. Yeah. For sure. And, and I think that also, if you don't use enough honey, uh, you, a bad baklava is really bad. It's it's like eating a book of maps yeah. like from the age of exploration. <laughs> That's an odd comparison. That is, but that is so accurate because you're chewing and chewing and chewing forever, and your mouth gets more and more dry. And you're like, when is this goddamn dessert going to be over? I feel like I'm being punished. <laughs> it's like little bits of papyrus are falling out of my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> oh, there goes Canada. <laughs> He's eating a map. God. All right. So have we uh, have we milked this as dry? Milk I think I've and got cookie. diabetes. Mm, cookies. What's your favorite cookie? Oh, Thin Mints. I don't even have to think very long. Oh. Uh, God, that, ooh. Molasses. Molasses cookies are my jam. Wait, white, like, a, a fresh white chocolate macadamia nut cookie. Oh, that's good, too. Yeah. I'm going with just straight-up chocolate chip cookies. Hot but and they, fresh out of the oven? Yeah, they got to be chewy, but none of that. You know, like when they came out, oh, here's chocolate chip cookies out of the bag, and now they're chewy. But it's got kind of like that salty taste to it. Yeah, th- those are kind of gross. Those are really gross. Chewy? I would rather. Oh, man. Nithy, like where you like the Oreos, man. I could take down a whole box of uh, Chips Ahoy. Oh, I'm, I'm not a Chips Ahoy fan. I, I fi- I'm with you on that, Pat. Like, I'll eat them, but I find them a little dry. Yeah. And I, I don't think they're worth it. There's too many other cookies out there that I like more. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna waste calories on cookies, I'm gonna go with something that's better. Nutter butters, way for nutter butters, man. Nutter butters, stripes. Oh, that's the one I was Uh, thinking of. Or the poor man's thin mints grasshoppers. Oh, you know what's terrible? I'm sorry, just jumping on there. What it's a terrible anything but Stelladoro. Oh, I agree. Yeah, those are dry, real dry. You know what I'm talking about, Pat? Yep. Stelladora cookies. Hey, it's yeah. like a piece of styrofoam that tastes Italian. <laughs> the, 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 the shortbread cookies where they use negative butter. Yes. The one I like is the one that's shaped like a star and has a little dot of cherry jam in the middle. The rest of them, <gasps> meh. Oh, what was it? Oh, crud. Chicagoan. Josh, help me out of this. What was the name of Maurice Linnell cookies over on Harlem, just north of... I'm going to uh, guess Maurice Linnell cookies. You are correct. <laughs> Nice guess, Pat. Thank you. Smart. Maurice Linnell cookies used to be just a little bit north of Harlem and Irving, uh, the intersection. And they had a cookie factory that was just north of the mall. And you would drive past it. And they had those little butter cookies with the cherries inside, Mm. like little cherry jelly. And they also had the, uh, the, um, not Spumoni. It's the, what's the ice cream with the strawberry vanilla and the chocolate? Neapolitan. Neapolitan. Yeah, they had Neapolitan cookies. You, all this talk about cookies makes me remember that I actually had a cookie cookbook from about the age of 10, and I used it until well into my teens. And I tried to make as many of those as I could. I made a, a snickerdoodle. I made a peanut butter cookie, a couple of different like oatmeal raisin chocolate chip. But uh, yeah, I probably made most of the cookies in that book. How'd they turn out? Most of them were really good. Snickerdoodles were difficult to make, but the uh, pretty awesome. Hmm. 
I've always been a much better cook than a baker. I'm I can bake, but I'm I, I'm not natural at it. It's it's scientific, man. Right, and that's why. I mean, it's, it's I'm more I'm more I'm more of an artist. Well, I think cookies are easier than cakes or pies, though. True. All right. Let's take a break now because I'm going to go eat a fucking cookie. <laughs> Pretty much all I can eat right now is like pudding and stuff. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get something sweet as well. Time for some insulin. Remember, uh, Mike, remember my ex, Tanya? Yes. The only thing I miss about her other than her children is she used to make cookies from scratch all the time and they were delicious. That's fantastic. Yeah. Mmm, cookies. All right, we'll be back in a little bit. All right, we're back. Again. And we're going to talk about dessert now. Because we obviously haven't had enough of dessert. I could never have enough dessert. I'm all I about got, dessert. I got such an amazingly bad sweet tooth that I I could literally, I mean, I, I shouldn't, and it wouldn't be good for me, but I could literally eat nothing but sweets all the time. Well, yeah, because what I don't understand is like when you, um, we ask you to get treats and stuff, and we're like, we go to Gen Con, and we're going to get uh, three tons of the most random sweet stuff you, you can find. <laughs> it's just like you're all over the place with what you buy for for it. It's just... Well, the, the one common element, they're all going to have sugar. Well, they're all going to have sugar, and it's going to be like... the beef jerky. I'm going to get beef jerky. Yeah, you always get beef jerky, and you always get uh, Rice Krispie treats. Yes. And then you make Jonathan eat them. I didn't make that happen. That was Jonathan's doing... Dessert jerky. I mean, he ate a Too good many. 22 of those things. That's I think, I think is what I when I pretty much stopped counting. That that's a lot of Rice Krispie treats. I will give you that. And he would have finished the whole box just because we told him not to. <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat that box of 45 Rice Krispie treats. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> oh, have you ever had Rice Krispie treats but they're it's made with uh Captain Crunch? Oh I've yes, had, I've had them with fruity pebbles. Ooh. That's good too. Yeah. I've made every kind of cereal bar there is because uh, I've made them special. So I've definitely tried every type of cereal <laughs> bar you can have. <laughs> so pers- uh, my personal favorite is uh, chocolate Rice Krispies. Believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Ooh, those are good. So good. This is a cereal bar. So uh, we're going to go with yes. We all still still eat dessert. <laughs> And yes, I, it's I a- eat way more dessert than I used to as a kid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now that I can decide what I eat, fuck you. I'm going to have fucking ice cream for dessert. Yeah, I, I have I dessert mean, with every dinner for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And working in the poker room again, there's dessert available all the time. So I can have whatever I want, whatever I want. What's what's the most popular thing on the poker room? Um, Probably the tray of cookies. Sam sells a giant tray of cookies for $20 and I buy those. I have to have like one of those a day. <laughs> a whole tray? Yeah. <laughs> My God. Yep. Oh, you don't you buy them to sell. You don't eat the whole tray yourself. Or am I wrong? Yeah. they, they, they we, we set it out in the poker room and the players eat them. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I eat 
like three of them, but not all, not the whole tree. You know what? I don't know what's wor- what's worse is the fact that well, I just strapped the fact that you in my mind you said you ate an entire tray of Sam's cookies, and I didn't question that fact. <laughs> of course he does. Yeah, it wasn't me that ate it. It was you know, it was okay. The players okay. will eat it. I will eat you know two or three of them, but yeah. Joel, I'm not, not going to pretend I don't partake. Yes, you still got some dessert going on. Uh, nowadays, it's become apple pie um, rather than cherry. That's become my jam lately. To quote the rest of you, hmm, and uh, the occasional box snack like Twinkies or that's so patriotic of you. Swiss cakes, rolls, or to go with apple pie, cherry pie, cookies. <laughs> If if I have a cherry pie and an apple pie, I'll be happy. Pie or cake? Oh, pie. pie, pie, pie. Pie, yeah, I think so. Unless it's the right cake. I mean, it's got to be a really good cake because I, I like a really, really good cake better than I like pie overall. But most pies are better than most cakes. I'm yes. still a sucker for marble cake, but yeah, pie over cake. Anyway. Like, like, if, I mean, if, if you if you got a really, really good baker that makes like a, one of those, you know, twenty five hundred dollar wedding cakes. Those things are delicious. It's true. I will tell you, there's, well, Pat, you know the uh, Harners over here by my yes, house? Yes, I love that place. Oh, it, it, it's got, next time you guys come out here, we got to go over there. It's one of those old school bakeries attached to the comfort food restaurant with like fake wood paneling and fish on the walls. Like mounted fish are dead already. You don't thought, just like, like, <laughs> tilapia fillet nailed. To <laughs> but they have the bakery attached and they make this chocolate cake it's a uh, it's chocolate cake with buttercream frosting white buttercream frosting in the middle they frost it with white frosting on the outside and they pour fudge over the top and it is delicious that's that's uh, the that is my one cake that i will eat over pie yum good stuff i like yum. german chocolate cake Mm-hmm. Yeah, Black Forest cake is really, really good. Now, is there something oh, you that should we... make a black? Hold, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You should make a Black Forest cake and use those expensive cherries you were talking about. Oh, the hmm. Luxardo. ooh, a Luxardo Black Forest cake. Because that's the main thing I don't like about Black Forest cake is the the cheap cherries. The thing is, if to I'm not sure to get enough enough cherries to make a Black Forest cake, it may cost like forty bucks. Luxardos yeah. are not cheap. Plus, Luxardos are black cherries, which I, I'm not saying that's wrong for Black Forest cake. It's just you're definitely making a different cake now. Yeah. Now, black cherry, Black Forest. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, do those of us with kids? Is there anything that they you, you would call you would call it a black on black crime? You really shouldn't, though. Oh. Yeah. That don't don't do that. Stop noting, it, Myron. He says noting dumb. <laughs> the <pun. laughs> I broke Pat. Yeah, that was fucking good. Nice. Now, Joel, do your do your kids bake at all? Do they cook at all or anything like that? Uh, they don't bake, no. Um, but uh, you, as far as desserts go for them, ice cream and cookies is like the thing. Hmm. Have you introduced I mean, them to ice cream cookies? <laughs> I think they've had them, yes, but um, both of them. I mean, it's uh, um, vanilla ice cream with magic gel. 
is a thing. And then yeah. who was it? Who was there's somebody, uh, I think it was somebody we know. I hope um, so. Otherwise we don't know who the hell you're talking about. That's true. So, I mean, at the very least, it's somebody I know. Tell okay. a story and we'll learn who they are. Um, put their, their container of magic shell in the refrigerator. Oh. And, and couldn't understand why it wouldn't pour out when they were trying to use it. Think this went bad. <laughs> Dude, if you don't shake that stuff up enough, it's gross looking. Oh, because it separates? Yeah. Yeah, that's It no looks good. gross. What about your girls? Uh, Sophie is our baker. She, I mean, she will, we'll be sitting watching TV and she'll be, she'll stand and be like, I'm going to make brownies and then disappear. And then she makes these deep, dark, dark chocolate brownies from scratch. So she's our baker. And not too long ago, she, um, why did she do that when I lived there? Because she was afraid of you. That's true. Um, (laughs) but now she got, I'm trying to remember there's this YouTuber that she, that does cooking, a cook, uh, Binging with Bobbish? No, that's definitely not it. <laughs> In fact, I don't think I know. Um, but she made uh, unicorn poop cookies not too long ago. And that was like rainbow sugar cookies. But they she had to make each individual batch of color. And it was what it's that uh, dough that you have to put in the fridge to let it chill first. So it took her literally all day. And she made like maybe a baker's dozen of these cookies but they were delicious and she put like uh, sparkly sprinkles on top of it and all that i'm just just imagining you mike grabbing the tray and just walking away <laughs> <laughs> like the spider I'm cookies i'm gonna eat this shit um <laughs> but no, these she, are my new spider cookies <laughs> yeah she ate those and those were really good but um and then f- Katie does. Katie does more dinner. She is more of a cook than a baker. But I'll I'll bake every now and then. And for my my big thing for, um, for Thanksgiving is always sweet potato pie. I want to try that. I've never had it before. Yeah, I've been doing it with uh, pecans in it. So it's, I don't want to try that anymore. <laughs> in that case, stay the hell away from my pie. Well, you can make it without pecans. Yeah. What about you? Pat, do you uh, cook? Do you bake anything for yourself now? Uh, not too much anymore. No. Mm. Um. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I don't. Mm. I don't really. See, you now when I was in high school, I took cooking classes because I figured, I figured I was going to die alone, so I might as well eat well if I have to eat by myself. So I took cooking classes all the way up leading to Concordia, and I made like meringues and all that. But now it's kind. Of, I've actually using the skills then but the one th- i'm sorry going back to the then i one time i remember i tried to make uh chocolate mousse but i grabbed the wrong container and i used powdered sugar instead of flour and it turned to ice cream topping <laughs> yeah so you, you you made frosting i made frosting pretty much yeah um i i know that uh sarah has made a bunch of different desserts over the years uh i pretty much still am just a cookie Baker, I, I, I'm big on uh, chocolate chip cookies. My main thing is I uh, almost completely melt the butter and whatever recipe I'm using, whatever it says for vanilla, I double the vanilla. Nice. And usually my cookies turn out on point. The other cookie I'm known for making is actually a Black Forest uh, chocolate chocolate chip cookie. Ooh. Yeah, it's a chocolate cookie with chocolate chips and uh, cherry-flavored craisins. You and the craisins, man. 
<laughs> what else would you use though? I mean, no. you can't actually use cherries and get them the same size as chocolate chips. But yeah, they're infused with cherry juice. And yeah, they they make a perfect black forest cookie. That sounds good. As as of recently, I've been making bread pudding to bring to parties too. But I do it in I make slow cooker bread pu- bread pudding and then I have a rum caramel sauce that I put on the top of it. Yum. Yeah, and I, I remember making that because it was like, oh, hey, hey, here's this sauce, and you need to put in, like, I started cooking up the the sugar and the water and the butter and, saw, you know, slowly melting all that together, and it says, add two tablespoons of dark rum, and I'm like, that doesn't sound nearly enough. So let's put in a shot. Let's see how that works. You can tell that was a rum sauce from across the room when I was <laughs> Good stuff. I've had so much pudding today. <laughs> <laughs> so much pudding. Uh, I mean, I'm on the soft food and liquid diet and d- don't happen to have any mashed potatoes. So, yeah, like rice pudding, chocolate pudding, had some jello. Nice. Cottage cheese and guacamole. Oh, dude, so much better than it sounds, but not a dessert. <laughs> <laughs> How, um, <clears throat> have any of your favorite desserts changed? Mine has. Oh. I, I brownies are now like I would say, I I, I fucking love brownies. Man, it's hard for me to pass up uh, the brown Betty or cobbler, but you know a solid eclair, especially like the football sized eclair you can get at Claim Jumper, gives it a run for its mommy, M- mommy money, <laughs> run for its mommy, a run for its mommy. So that, leave, that leaves two other people. I, well, I, I think I said earlier that apple pie has become a thing now. You did so, say that. I mean, and if you make it with um, honey crisp apples, mm, yeah, because they really hold up to baking. Uh, yeah. Well, it's 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 a bit it's a bit more like kind of a bit more crunch to it. But if you bake them long enough, no, I was being serious. They're like they're meaty and hearty, and they hold up to baking really well. And it makes it sweeter instead of the Granny Smith, like the because like yeah, because they're they're too bitter Granny Smiths, and if you like use a Fiji apple, it would fall apart. Yeah, yeah, it, same I, with a Golden Delicious. Yep, it's good. It's more expensive because Honey Crisp are <laughs> more expensive, but it's good. How about you, Mike? <laughs> Did your favorite dessert change? Uh, I still do like cherry pie is always like my standard. Give me cherry pie, blueberry pie, pie in general. I will eat, uh, since working for Trader Joe's when I work with them, I can take down a mochi like nothing else. (laughs) Oh yeah. The ice cream wrapped in the rice. Uh, rice I was going to say, I assume you mean mochi ice cream balls because mochi itself refers to the sweet rice cake that surrounds the ice cream. Yes. The ice cream balls. The other weird thing that I've really picked up on has been, um, uh, I forget what kind of bean, but it's sweet bean uh, dumplings that I find at like an Asian restaurant. Oh, yeah, yeah. You'll get them if you have dim sum. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they're usually like like colored, so they almost look like a peach, but they've got that sweet black bean inside. Those are really good. Huh. Yeah, yeah, there's I, a bakery in the Mitsuo Asian market, and yeah, you can sometimes uh, they'll set them up hot and fresh, where you can get either custard filled or red bean paste filled. Yeah, red bean ones are my favorite. If, I mean that, and that's something I like. If I had tried back, you know, when I was a kid, you 
no way you would be able to get me to eat that. But I'll eat anything once. How about, uh, did you try anything new in prepping for the show? Uh, I did. I, I, that's one of the reasons why I uh, put this in here is I, I found myself at what I call the crunchy hippie store. It's like a Whole Foods, but not as expensive. Oh, nice. Because, uh, yeah, uh, Sarah's currently uh, trying a diet where she needs some things you can't necessarily get at Jewel. And I was like, I knew the show was coming up, so I wanted to get something from the dessert section. And they had a chocolate hazelnut Italian gelato. What? Yeah, it's half gone. <laughs> Just yeah, like that. Good. Got a soft food diet now. So, well, well, Yeah, but the little bits of hazelnut, I can't have them. Oh, because three teeth pulled. Like I got these big open wounds, so that's going to sit in the fridge probably for the next five or six days until these things seal up. Oh, that's crazy! Just I, mocking you. Yeah, right. I went to World Market and uh, kind of went a little bit nuts in their uh, international desserts area mm-hmm. and bought all kinds of stuff, and I've been snacking on that over the last week. Um. Yeah. There were these things called um oh, what were they what were they called desserts. Uh, um, oh, it was such a funny name. Uh, they, they were they were uh, Dutch shortbread with chocolate, and they were in the shape of cows, and they were called uh, moo cups. <laughs> of course, they were. Yep, those are probably my favorite. But I also, you know, I had a whole bunch of different things. Um, I tried the original cookie butter. Which is delicious, by the way, from Biscoff. Oh, yeah, that stuff's delicious. Yeah, I could eat that. Well, actually, I did eat that with just a spoon at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I could I, eat I, that. Oh wait, I did. Yeah. Um, and other other things like oh yeah, Zagnut Bar, of course. <laughs> you have been on the Zagnut Bar ever like for the last ten plus shows. <laughs> Longer than that. You always been like, guess what I'm eating. It's a Zagnut bar. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's been like left. a year. Yeah. Yeah. It, last it, started, it started with Beetlejuice. <laughs> I don't even remember what, 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 what brought Beetlejuice up, but we were talking about Beetlejuice and the fact that he would love Zagnut bars. Um, what else did I get over there? I got, a, uh, I got so many things. I got the, Some things I didn't like. Like I got these uh, Haribu um, Coca-Cola I mean, they didn't. They didn't say Coca Cola. They were just cola gummy things. Oh, those are nasty. Yeah, that, I could. That's the only Haribo I don't like. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't even. I I put one in my mouth and it, you know, and it was just too difficult to even chew. And I'm like, this is not an enjoyable experience. And I threw the whole bag away. <laughs> so that that's proof right there that I don't I don't eat everything that has sugar in it. Well, you try it at least once. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, well, I. Uh tried the chocolate twinkies ooh and uh they're they're kind of like um chocolate cake with the twinkie filling sort of but i mean they taste manufactured rather than like fresh homemade cake but they're pretty good i got to say and they got peanut butter ones now too which i did not have a chance to try i don't like twinkies never really have i i just acquired a taste for them about a year ago when they had some at work for some reason they were gave them to us. I don't remember what the there was. It was some sort of uh, thing that was going on. They were anyway. The first, the first one's always free, Joel. <laughs> right, and and I was like, huh. 
I don't remember liking these too much as a kid, but something about it. And so I've been kind of eating them on and off ever since. Huh. Weird. I know. But now that I'm a worker bee, these taste delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sweetest part of my day. <laughs> oh. So are yeah. we ready to move on to the guilty pleasure? Or you got something, Mike? No, I didn't. I unfortunately was not able to try anything totally new for this one. But uh, yeah, let's move. Let's move on to guilty pleasures. Uh, my guilty pleasure for sure is the weird Oreos. Oh yeah, uh, they're killing me with all these new flavors. Oh uh, yeah, all these limited edition Oreos. Like I, I will get just about all of them. The lemon are incredible. Uh, the Rice Krispie were really good. The lemon mm. ones were damn good. I haven't had the Rice Krispie ones yet. The birthday did cake you, ones are, are good. Oh, oh yeah. Did you, did you try the peep ones? Uh, the peep ones are like a lesser version of the Rice Krispie ones because they didn't have the crisp bits in there, and all they did is they took the same marshmallowy filling and colored it pink. But, yeah, I had I had a bag of those. I, uh, I have no desire to eat the peep anything. I'm not a peep guy. No. I'm trying to think. Guilty pleasure for me, and I we were talking about this before, but nutter butters, the ones with the cream in them, not the ones shaped like peanuts. They have to be like the wafer ones that you can break off little squares. I, I, God help me if I ever find them on sale. See, I like the peanut shaped ones. Me too. Oh, I like. I mean, the peanut peanut shaped ones are good, but I mean, the ones that had like the little cr- peanut butter cream in them. I know what you're talking about. Are those Nutter Butters? Those are a kind of Nutter Butters. There's two different kinds of Nutter Butters. There's Nutter Butter wafers, and there's Nutter Butter uh, cookies. So those, and the ones with the wafers, you snap them off, and those like those are uh, good stuff. I have. I've, I've never had that. I don't know what you're talking about. No? No. I really don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll post a picture. They're, they're the cream patties. Yeah. I dated that girl once. <laughs> that was Peppermint Patty. She's a lesbian. Um, I had uh, um, apple cider donut cookies. This wasn't Ooh. for the show, but I bought them for the kids to try, and they weren't really into them, but they weren't bad. Uh, we uh, When we were at uh, my in-laws for the long weekend, we got some apple cider donut bites, and uh, I did not care for them. They were just sticky. My parents will bring apple cider donuts back from Door County. Oh, they have them here uh, during uh, right when right after when the fall hits and they're fresh and hot. Oh, my God. Yeah. Good stuff. So good. Have you guys ever had any of the deep fried carnival dessert type stuff? Deep fried Twinkies, deep fried Snickers, any of that stuff? I had a deep. Oh, God. Uh, I had it at I was at a the 24 hour. flea market that they had over at the displays fairgrounds and they had deep fried snickers there and it was deep fried in like a um, maybe like a beer batter like a sweet batter and uh served with vanilla ice cream it was fantastic yeah i've had the deep fried coke i want to try the deep fried kool-aid and i i'd do the deep fried butter i'd do it too at least once yeah back back when i worked at the blood bank one of the people made deep fried Snickers and they brought them in and I did not care for it. It was a little too much. I little. Thought, yeah. I, I thought it was a little too much too. I thought it was a waste of a good Snickers. 
What? I, I thought the deep fried Oreos were kind of gross, actually. The, the, the deep fried Oreos, they were too soggy. Yeah, that was my issue with them, too. The hmm. deep, the, the, the one that I thought was the best was the deep fried Nutter Butter. Ooh. Oh, man. Yeah. We're all about Nutter Butters tonight. <laughs> right. Shaped like the peanut, though, right? Obviously. Wafer. I'm not, some, I'm not some kind of psycho going around eating non peanut shaped Nutter Butters. Wafers. That's Although I think if you blood. tried to deep fry that wafer with the peanut butter cream, it would probably disintegrate. Oh, it probably would. Not Into to mention, his mouth. Not to mention if you don't eat the peanut-shaped butter butters, you're a communist. <laughs> well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> I would never say that. Marxist, you don't have maybe. to. I'll say it for you. You already did. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> all right. What else we got here? What kind of desserts, do you have any desserts that you miss? Anything that you uh oatmeal uh, cream pies. No, they still make them. No, but I don't eat, I don't eat them anymore. Because because there I mean there's I, I cannot fool myself enough to to convince myself that there is literally anything in those things that is natural. All right, I got three words for you guys. Jello pudding pops. Oh shit! Again, I sell some of the pudding pop. Yeah, the Those only are- dessert that turned freezer burn into an enhancement. They I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I was, yeah. They- I was never a big fan of them. Oh, See, man. it's this past was- fault they got rid of them. This is what you get for hanging out with with uh, Joel. I think it was Bill Cosby's <laughs> fault, right? Yeah, was it really the rape? No, it was. It was. It was Patrick not Ike that. <laughs> Uh, my great aunt's pineapple upside down cake. Oh, I haven't had that in like two decades. What a sad note. I can still taste it. You should probably brush your teeth. Shut up, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have we? Uh, I think we've gone over the now enough. Got anything else that we uh we need to talk about in desserts? Anything you wish you had right now? I'm going to go with peanut butter, nutter butter, way first. <laughs> <laughs> a, cup of, a cup of black coffee and a glazed donut would be perfect right about now. I oh. wish I had bananas foster, although I don't think I could eat bananas foster right now. Ooh, bananas foster sounds delicious. Oh, yeah, like spiced oh. rum, brown sugar. How do, mm. how, do we, how do we not talk about uh, beignets from Cafe Dumont? Holy oh. shit, dude. Oh, yeah. Some of the be- best donuts in the world. I remember we went there, Suzanne, and we got the beignets with Suzanne, and she was like licking the powdered sugar off the plate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, it, it was it was like watching Scarface at his desk. I was like, what are you? Well, well, the first time I went there, uh, I got the bag, and I had black t-shirt and uh, black shorts on, and yeah, I got the bag up against me, and it just looked like I was smuggling coke. <laughs> oh yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah, for people who have not had them, beignet is a deep fried donut uh, covered in powdered sugar that they originated at Cafe Du Monde in New Orleans. Mm. Well, and maybe maybe it's a French thing, but at least in the U.S., they're associated with New Orleans. Yeah, and and don't think like when he says like just like sprinkled with powdered sugar, like half a bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like their their powdered sugar budget has got to be extraordinary. <laughs> 
enough. <laughs> That's pouring powdered sugar all over him. <laughs> Remind me never to ask you for powdered sugar. <laughs> Where did he dispense it from? <laughs> Would you like some cream? No. no. <laughs> More powdered sugar then. <laughs> oh my God. Shut up, Myron. <laughs> all right. So. <laughs> so this is going to be a show similar to our commercials one where we freeformed it and someone somewhere out there is going to realize you guys forgot to talk about this incredibly important dessert topic. Whatever that topic is, let us know. Give us a call at 708-NOW-WRAP. That's 708-669-9727. Yes. And if you uh, want to hear our older stuff, iTunes, Blueberry, Stitcher, TalkShoe, Podverse, FM, noon fm and if you would head over to pod chaser.com not podcatcher not not podcaster podchaser.com and go over there and 40 go 14 and uh you can get it on no it is podcatcher no it's not it's pot i'm looking at the show pod chaser someone changed it in the show notes (laughs) it's pod chaser Dude, that is a terrible, terrible thing to do to me. No wonder I keep fucking it up every week. Why don't we have any sponsors? Fuck if I know. <laughs> I didn't uh, do it. I just find it very funny. <laughs> okay, so head over there, Podchaser, and rate us. Give us a give us a star rating, preferably leaning to the north of three. Um, <laughs> but um yeah and, and look for our older stuff like i said we're all over the place talk shoe podverse fm noon fm blueberry stitcher talk shoe that whole gamut and uh next week we're getting our anime on yeah it's been a while since we've done an anime show and we're actually going to be taking a look at an anime that is kind of outside my wheelhouse it's one i barely know anything about the classic 1970s captain harlock Yes, there is a new Captain Harlock movie for the now that is on Netflix. Um, and uh, I, going back to our our Voltron show, I can't wait for Pat to watch some of this because this should be... I Look look forward to some good old-fashioned Patrick Goldman ranting for... <laughs> so, yeah, well, listen to you. Come on, listen to us next week with Captain Harlock. And now for dessert, I'm going to get another Norco.